Hello, everyone. I am Luke Reinhardt. Welcome to Closing the Gap, a podcast dedicated to your growth. Brought to you by Wellspring Coaching Services and hosted by myself and my wife, Katie. You know, people have gaps that prevent them from growing. Our goal is to empower you to close those gaps by increasing your awareness, confidence, and clarity. Join us today as we help you close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. Hello, guys. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of Closing the Gap Growth Podcasts. Um, This time, we're going to be talking about creating distance. Mm. So, as a quick recap from our last episode, Mm. um, we talked about closing the gap and how um, that related uh, to your personal growth journey, Mm -hmm. achieving your goals. Um, We talked about the eight prevention gaps, mm-hmm. things that prevent us from being able to close the gap between where we are mm-hmm. and where, where we want to be, be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very crucial that we identify what our prevention gap is. We all have prevention gaps, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> Sometimes more than one. Yeah. And, um, you know, those gaps, unless we identify them, we're not going to be able to close them effectively. So it's going to be very difficult for us to achieve our goals unless we are practicing awareness Mm -hmm. and honesty and doing our best to discover what our gaps are. Right. What things are keeping us. So hopefully you guys thought about that a little bit from last time, which prevention gaps are keeping you Mm -hmm. or preventing you from closing the gap. Mm -hmm. Um, As we talked about closing the gap, we did speak about how uh, my experience in jujitsu and closing the gap, how... When you close the gap in jujitsu or in self-defense, you're you're practicing distance management. Right. And one of your main goals is to either be too far away to get hurt or to be in too close to get hurt. And so that's that process of closing the gap from point A to point A too far away to point B into close, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's that gap in the middle mm-hmm. where you're most vulnerable in that situation. So mm-hmm. um, that space between point A and point B, the gap, that's where I'm most vulnerable mm-hmm. to uh, my opponent's attacks, to getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And I have to be able and willing and also have to be knowledgeable enough to know how to safely and effectively close that gap. I have to go through mm-hmm. that danger zone mm-hmm. in order to do it. Once I've gotten the clinch, then I can be safe there again and avoid too much damage. Right. Um, but sometimes it's important to also create distance. You might be trying to close the gap sometimes mm-hmm. and, you know, your opponent's giving you resistance and, um, you know, you're just going to get beat up if you if you are hesitating to go in or you're going in and it's not working out. So sometimes you have to create that distance to be safe. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that relates to um, pursuing our goals in life and how we pursue closing those gaps in life because, again, if we are if we're trying to close the gap and mm-hmm. we kind of hit a rough spot or we hit resistance, we hit a, an obstacle, mm-hmm. sometimes we need to just work through that. But then other right. times we're, we're hitting like that brick wall. Right. Uh, we might actually be in the danger zone. You know, we don't, we, we don't want to stay there. So the gap is, is a necessary vulnerable space um, that we have to break through, that we mm-hmm. have to work through in order mm-hmm. to achieve our goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not a place that we're meant to stay. We're not meant to stay in the gap, mm. right? We want to always be too far away or in too close, creating distance 
or closing the gap. So our focus today is, is mm-hmm. creating distance. Okay, so just to sort of redefine from last time, we focus so much on, and I'm asking you to speak into this, but we focused a lot on um, the fact that we have a gap and we're identifying. We have this gap. We even talked about naming the gap. Um, and so now we're sort of switching it up saying, okay, maybe the goal was to close that gap. But in this case, there's times when we want to expand and push away Absolutely. and create. Okay. Yeah. And um, we're going to be talking a lot about closing the gap. That's why we named the podcast Closing the Gap. Yeah. Like that forward motion, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, of personal growth or, you know, obtaining goals. But uh, with that self-defense background, once again, this kind of just falls also under the distance management concept. Distance management, yes. And so distance mm-hmm. management is either closing the gap and being too close mm-hmm. or creating distance. Yes, okay. And creating distance is is very important sometimes yep. in relationships. Right. Um, sometimes uh, we have certain addictions that we need to create distance from or yep. certain things that we're doing that are just yeah. aren't good for our health. Right. Right? Yeah, so... So we're and at times we know we need to close the gap, right? And at other times, it's more important to um, create enough space so that we're not in a vulnerable, weakened situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I kind of look look at it a lot of times as like you asking the questions like, if I'm trying to close the gap on something, you know, maybe I have a goal set and I'm trying mm-hmm. to close that gap from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm having some resistance, right? Mm. But we need to ask ourselves sometimes in that time, is this is this healthy for me to continue pursuing mm-hmm. closing the gap mm-hmm. or is it unhealthy? And something that might make it unhealthy uh, would be, okay, I'm trying really hard to close this gap. It's taking longer than I thought. I'm having to work harder. And so I have way less time with my family. Right. Um, Sacrifice of priorities in order to. Yeah. That might be one example. Right. You know, where, you know, but if it is, it might be, um, it might be healthy for me to move forward uh, in a circumstance where maybe I don't want to, mm-hmm. but maybe I'm a little afraid or a little lazy where it would be unhealthy for me to stop at that point because it's not character right. building. Right? right. It would be more healthy for me to push through some circumstances right. uh, and build character. Yeah. And this takes high-level self-awareness, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it also requires tuning in to your priorities, being aware of what your priorities are. Um, it's sort of making that pro and con list for things. I'm a big fan of the pro and con list. Yeah. I call it the pro and pro list. The pro and pro list. Yeah. So if you have two choices, you kind of work through all the pros of one, mm-hmm. like option one, or all the pros of option two. So I don't like to think of the negative, but I, the, the negative sort of implied in there. So in other words, if you had a job, two job offers, the pros of this one, the pros of this one, right? right? And so all things considered, the cons, you may need to, to record those as well. Um, but but it, all things considered, looking at my priorities, looking at knowing my own weaknesses, my own temptations, you brought up addiction too, that's another piece. Things where I might be pulled into unhealthy spaces, um, you know, just really cataloging those things and then going at the end of the day, all things considered, Option A is the best choice mm-hmm. for me. So, yeah. yeah. So where do you think sometimes we might have to create 
uh, distance in relationships? Like what might be an example of mm. why we would have to create distance in a relationship? Because it's good, obviously, to pursue relationships. Yeah. And there might be certain people in your life that you want to mm-hmm. kind of close that gap on. You want to mm-hmm. draw nearer to. Um, and that's good. But mm-hmm. there also are times where um, we actually need to create distance mm-hmm. in certain relationships. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great question. Um, I think being aware of how you're feeling in the presence of other person and being aware of like what your um, what your response is to the other person, how you're feeling physically, mentally, emotionally at the end of a conversation or interaction with a person, whether that's at work or whether that's at home, friendships, whatever the relationship. This could be a variety. Um, just just cataloging that and taking note of it, and then sort of looking at um, bottom line: is this healthy? Or is this unhealthy, this relationship? And that could take some support from others, some conversations with other people, um, some real sort of like journaling, soul searching kind of thing to, to really um, identify what's going on. So if you're around a particular person on a regular basis and um, or maybe not even a regular basis, you ha- whenever you see this person, you start to feel something inside. Um, we talk a lot about this in self-defense because we've mm-hmm. done a lot of work in self-defense is how God's really given all of us this innate um, warning system in our bodies to kind of let us know when something's off. And that culturally, we don't, we really don't, um, especially with children, we, we've done a really poor job of validating and confirming for them those natural responses that they're having. That if it's not done as a child and, you know, then middle, your, your middle age years and then later, you can go through your entire life without really knowing um, how that system's working in your body, that sort of warning system. And right. so um, we've done a lot of work around that. So I would say just tune in first to how you're feeling, what you're experiencing, what. And if, if you get to a point where you're sensing this isn't healthy, then it's, okay, maybe it's time to create some distance here, some boundaries. Yeah. That's what I would say. Okay, yeah. I, um, and it's kind of coming to my head right now, and I'm trying to think of the actual resource, but in one of John Maxwell's mm. um, resources, he talks about relationships mm. in the sense of um, adders and subtractors yeah. and um, multipliers and dividers. Yeah. So it's like, you know, in a relationship, generally you want to have some give and take, right? Yeah. Like, uh, but there's going to be certain relationships where, um, you know, as parents, we're going to be obviously naturally just pouring giving, in, pouring in more, yeah. and giving more, and that's the way that that should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a mutual adult relationship, mm-hmm. um, where we're both capable of giving, mm-hmm. um, it shouldn't necessarily work that way, right? Right. We should have give and take, and some people are people who add to a relationship, mm-hmm. and then some people are people who kind of take away in a relationship. They're always trying mm-hmm. to receive and mm-hmm. and take, mm-hmm. and then you have people who are, um, you know, multiplying relationships, mm. you know, they're like, okay, I want to introduce you to my other yes. friends and, you know, try to grow the community a little bit. And then you have people who actually are dividing communities right. and dividing relationships, dividing families, you know, whatever it may be. I feel, so, a, I feel a blog post coming on cause I've written something about this before and I called it producers, consumers mm-hmm. and decomposers. And this is based on just kind of 
uh, uh, science terms, right? We mm -hmm. teach this in science. Uh, producers. And in relationships, if you apply that, a producer, like you said, is going to multiply, going to give back. Um, there's going to be a return on your give. Uh, consumers are going to be those who are more just kind of taking. They're taking back from the relationship. They're, cons they're, they're consuming what's being given. Mm-hmm. And there are, like you said, with children, that's very, you know, that's sort of what what happens. You parent, they're consuming, um, and you expect that. And then there's oh, this awful level where it's like decomposers who are actually tearing you down personally or tearing down relationships, like you said, being divisive. And that's like a whole nother, almost malevolent level of rela relating to another human being mm -hmm. that... Um, I would say, you know what, really pay attention to that. If you've identified someone in your life who's a decomposer, um, you know, and maybe your instinct is to help and heal, you know, just check that for a second. I mean, that's, it's a beautiful thing to serve other, other people and to want to help people get out of difficult situations. But it's also, um, you know, I strongly believe we teach people how to treat us. And I think mm -hmm. knowing that like you have innate value and that, um, it's important to say, I know I have an eight value. You have an eight value. This is what I think is reasonable for, for our relationship. And can you meet me in that place? Right. And if the answer is no, or if it's constantly they need more, they're taking or they're tearing down, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to ho hold um, a grudge, right? We want right. to forgive. We want to, but we also don't necessarily want to be putting ourselves in that situation on a constant basis because it will affect your health. It will yeah. affect your mental, Absolutely. physical, spiritual health. And it's not an easy decision to make, right? Like no, it's, it's something not. that you really have to think through and evaluate. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. it's not like just this quick, you know. Some some situations maybe if you're if you're yeah, you know, physically abused or being verbally abused, things like that, you might have to immediately cut ties with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, sometimes it, it can be a very tricky. Um, you don't you don't realize the abuse that's going on in a relationship sometimes, right? And you really do have to become aware of that, yeah. And take the necessary steps for uh, your health and you know for the health of the other person because right to allow them to continue doing right. that is not good for them either, right? Enabling that kind of destructive behavior um, isn't good. You know, you try to you're you're giving them dignity by saying, "I believe that if I bring this to your attention." there's the possibility of change here, a change for, for a healthy um, trajectory for mm -hmm. you. And so you're giving them dignity by, by expressing, hey, this doesn't feel healthy to me the way this interaction is going on. Um, can we talk through it? Can we work through it? And if the answer is no, or if you get slashed in the process, um, belittled or degraded, right there, that's a little bit of a sign, a big sign really to you that like there's a problem here because I have an eight value, they have an eight value. I'm coming to them in this, you know, from a place or a position that you are of value and you are of worth. And if they're not taking that in that vein or turning it around to an abusive stance, then then it's a big warning flag, I would say. Right. Yeah, um, Henner Gracie, he's a, a famous uh, jiu-jitsu artist from the you know the legendary Gracie family mm. and um, he talks about something called a punch power scale so just relating mm. this to self-defense again mm -hmm. that's you know it's what I do so I you <laughs> know I make the connections that way so hopefully you can follow with me but yeah. um, the punch power scale is like a one to ten scale so let's just say that you're too far away to get hurt mm. that's like a zero right they can't there's no damage yeah. being done right so the closer I draw into my opponent 
you know, then the numbers would kind of go mm -hmm. up, right? Mm -hmm. But then there's a point where when I actually do clench, I'm wrapping them up, I'm staying very connected, where that scale goes back down again. So mm. if I'm in too close to get hurt, like they might be able to smack me a little bit, but it's nothing that's going to do any serious damage. Mm -hmm. So maybe numbers like one, two, three, um, you know, maybe even up to number five mm -hmm. could happen sometimes when you're clinching. But those mm -hmm. are things that I'm not too overly concerned about, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I'm kind of expecting, you know, in a self-defense situation, yeah. uh, mixed martial arts situation or whatever. Yeah. Um, but numbers six to ten Ooh. where, you know, the, the punches are actually doing mm -hmm. some damage where ten being like the knockout power. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to avoid that at all times. Yeah. You know, in self-defense, yeah. in mixed martial arts or whatever. And so um, if you if you relate that to this same relational thing that we're yeah. talking about yeah if you find yourself in a relationship where mm -hmm. you're getting hit by numbers six through ten yeah you really do have to start paying attention yeah i mean you can't sustain that yeah in a fight or in a relationship you cannot sustain that you're gonna be knocked out yeah you know but you should expect in a relationship to get banged up you know numbers one through five you know what i mean yeah that's, that's a normal part of yes good analogy and, i like that and and growing in relationships yeah. is that you're going to get bumped up a little bit. You're going to suffer a little bit. Yeah. You're going to have conflict right. um, and struggle. But uh, it's that 6 to 10 scale where it's like, you know, there's some pretty serious damage going on at this point. And yeah. it has very disastrous pot potential. Yeah, you know? for sure. For sure. I, that's a great analogy because you're right. And a lot of that 1 through 5 that you're talking about, I would say, uh, is not always intentional by the other person either. You can mm -hmm. get hurt and there was no intention of you getting hurt, but it's still a legitimate place of hurt. Maybe a yeah. comment was made, maybe something was neglected, maybe you had an expectation and it wasn't met, all these things, but usually one through five is redeemable. Yeah. When you say yeah, absolutely. you can redeem, yeah. you can recover, like it, for those of you who are like fighters or you know are listening and do um, any kind of sports really, you know when you get knocked down um, or you get caught off guard or you, somebody takes the ball from you, whatever it is, a lot of that is redeemable. Yeah. But there's a certain point where, you know, you're down for the count mm -hmm. and that's a big deal. And when and when you're down, um, I wish I had the whiteboard behind me because I like to draw. But, <laughs> but <laughs> when you're down, everybody connected to your wheel, mm -hmm. so to speak, is affected by that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you're letting one relationship continually knock you down. Well, you know, if you as a mother. Right. 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 You know, who obviously has a big role in the family of take, helping take care of the family. If, mm -hmm. if you have a relationship outside of our immediate family that's yeah. tearing you down and beating you up. Yeah. Then it's totally going to affect your ability to right. take care of your family. That's right. And we need to show up. Like, uh, parents need to show up. Um Every, every member of society has a place, right, and is valuable. And if, if they're being hurt in any way, they're not able to show up and, and create that, like, beautiful collage or quilt, sort of mm -hmm. speak, that we need to have a sustainable, healthy community. Right. Whether that's in where we live in Frederick or in Maryland, in the United States, Globally, I mean, we're so connected now globally more than, than ever in history. And um, we all know, I'm, I'm sure pretty much everyone's heard statistics about um, social media and how a comment, even from a stranger that you don't know, can just um, be so devastating mm. 
because we're so connected, but yet we don't really know the person. And and those of us who, um, you know, I have deliberately chosen to stay off most social media because I'm aware of the fact that empath- empathically, I will be affected by other comments people make to other people. Mm-hmm. And not just to me, it's not so that I don't, you know, feel like I can't handle that, but it would it would affect me, I think, for sure. But more just the way hum- other people are treating other people, I mean, that will bother me for hours, yeah. you know, and where it takes me out of being able to show up for my job, Absolutely. so to speak. Yeah. 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 And then, so this punch power scale, um, you know, it's the, it's the same principle, whether it be in relationships or it's yeah. just us trying to pursue a certain goal, Okay. Uh, some achievement, yeah. you know, we should expect the numbers one through five in that. And if we're, you know, taking hits number one to five and pursuing a goal, then I would say then it's still probably a healthy mm-hmm. goal to pursue. But if we're, you know, taking numbers six to 10 all the time yeah. in that pursuit, then it's probably not such a healthy goal to pursue. And that's one yeah. way you can answer that question. Is this healthy or unhealthy? Yeah. Whether it be in a relationship right. or in a certain specific goal pursuit, yeah. something that you're chasing after. Mm-hmm. Another thing, though, that um, we want to pay attention to is addictions, things like addictions, mm, something mm-hmm. that um, may be affecting you in your life or controlling you in your life right now that mm. um, you want to practice creating distance from, mm, right? Yeah. You know, um, it could be social media. Mm-hmm. It could be alcohol. It could be mm-hmm. smoking. Mm-hmm. It could be pornography. It mm-hmm. could be... Um, shopping. Shopping. Mm-hmm. It could be one of many different... It could be your you know, uh, a certain diet, you know, that Mm -hmm. you just need to change up a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it could be many things, but obviously those are things, anything that is controlling Mm -hmm. you, Mm -hmm. you are a slave to, Mm. right? And that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. So we want to be able to create distance in those situations. And Mm -hmm. that might even require some accountability Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And it's going to look different, you know, relationally, how you create distance, um, in a pursuit of a goal, um, in a, in a, an mm. addiction, that's hard to say, in an addiction, <laughs> um, based on what the relationship is, who it's mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. or based on what the addiction is, this process of creating distance mm-hmm. could look a lot different, you know, depending. Well, I would say more often than not, an addiction is taking the place of a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You could say, I ha- I'm having a relationship. Uh, I mean, obviously with pornography, there's some kind of a relationship going on between the viewer and the object being viewed. Mm-hmm. Something's happening there in their in the connection, mm-hmm. right? Same with shopping. There's a feedback to uh, getting something that you see that you want. Um, all of the addictions, the alcohol, it's taking, the, it, it, it becomes a relationship substitute for well, a human relationship, yeah, let's say. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because it could also be often a, um, the cause could be from an abusive relationship. Sure. You know? It seems safer. Yeah. Right. You know, You've been hurt by humans. Yeah. Why not go for this non-human substance to connect with that makes me feel good, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yep. So even in the same, so let's just pretend the addiction is a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And we go back to the producer-consumer decomposer. Is that particular vice that you're addicted to, is it producing good in you? Right. Real good, real sustainable good. Is it um, decomposing 
most of the time it's you know mm -hmm. it's consuming you too we know you know you can you can evaluate on the lines of is this consuming my time my energy my passions my my body whatever right um and and more often than not when it's an addiction it's decomposing mm. so yeah yeah so guys the bottom line is this <laughs> you know in life um we have to learn to manage the distance yeah. we have to either close the gap and learning how to do that safely and effectively is very important. Mm -hmm. Having a game plan to do that, you know, identifying your gaps, having a game plan to close those gaps is very important. Yeah. And then other times we need to create distance, you know, and a good question to ask mm -hmm. about yourself when it mm -hmm. comes to should I continue closing the gap, should I keep pursuing, or should I close the distance is, is what I'm doing healthy or unhealthy is it leading mm -hmm. me to a healthy place or mm -hmm. an unhealthy place a safe place or a dangerous place you mm -hmm. know i mean danger sometimes is part of healthy pursuit but right um, right long-term danger yeah. damaging yeah so yeah we need to practice awareness in these situations and so too. um and just kind of pay attention mm -hmm. to things that are going on you know yeah. and um sometimes we have to talk that through with others i think so i think you if you find right now, like you're listening to this and you're, you know, something's popping up right away, like I have this addiction or I have this unhealthy relationship, which um, is not uncommon. You know, for most of us, we're fighting these things on a pretty regular basis. Um, immediately, I would just show yourself grace for the fact that you're in this. It's not uncommon. And, um, find someone to be accountable to right away right it's yep, we absolutely. have friends hopefully you have safe at least one safe person in your life that you can go to and we don't want to make it sound like this is easy stuff to deal with we're just bringing the conversation up mm -hmm. and trying to bring some more awareness to those situations putting it what i would say in context creating a picture for what what could be happening and and just kind of giving some words to to things you may already be feeling absolutely yeah <laughs> all right guys well that wraps up our second episode season one, season one. <laughs> thanks for joining us today thanks and we so look much. forward to seeing you next time all right